Bishop Matthew Adiminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. Whatever that you are doing, as far as God is concerned, it's like a show beast. You know, the entertainment people. I, I, I went to Hollywood some years ago and I was being taken around and they showed me a drawing. You know, the whole thing, we look at it as a city. It's just wood that they have drawn the city there. And the one who was taking me on tour said, well, this film was filmed here. You know, and they took me to some exhibition room. And then they said, what you see, film or acting is to, you do it for people to believe it as real, but it is not what? Real. When they kill, they make it look like they are killing, but it is not what? In fact, they showed me um, this uh, film um, about a ship that's Titanic. It was done in a, a bath. But when you see it, amen. But with God, you can't do that. You make it what? Real. He looks into your heart. Whatever that you are doing is from your heart. You are very sincere with it. And that is what actually faith. Faith will let you walk before God with a perfect heart. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, if you cannot please God, then you cannot have favor with God. If you cannot please God, then you cannot have favor with God. In Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 20, God's word says it clearly. The Bible says, and let's read it. In Deuteronomy Thirty-two, twenty. I always love to read it so that you can look into your Bible. For those of you who don't read your Bible, this is the time to commit you to read. 
And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation. Children in whom is no faith. So if you have no faith, God is saying, I will hide my face from you. If you have no faith in God, he will turn his face from you. And then he said, then you will see what your end will be. So faith is very important for every believer. It's very important for every believer. Everybody say faith. Faith. Number two. Without faith, God will not accept your offering. Whether it's tithe or offering, you know, these days we hear people making noise about tithing. Tithing is Old Testament thing. Tighten is this. Tighten is that. All that I tell them, look, a simple thing. Keep it. If you don't believe in it, keep it. And let those of us who believe in it and it's been working for us, do it. Because without faith, whatever you give to God, on what basis are you giving to God? Because God will not come here to take your offering. God will not be present to receive your offering. So how are you going to do it? You are only doing it through faith. And if you don't have faith, then excuse me. Whom are you giving your offering to? Is it to the pastor? Or to the church? Whatever that you are giving, it must be mixed with faith. So, without faith, God cannot receive your offering. Let's read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4. Hebrews 11. By faith, Abel offered unto God more excellent sacrifice than Cain. The Bible is saying that by faith, Abel offered better, excellent offering to God than Cain. It means Cain gave an offering without faith. Cain gave an offering without faith. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Just giving an offering by faith, Abel obtained a witness that he is a righteous man. You are justified by faith. 
you receive the righteousness of God through faith. It's not by your own work. Amen. God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead. Yes, speak it. You know the Bible says God even testified of the gift that Abel gave. You receive many gifts. But in fact there are some gifts when you receive you can testify. Oh, this is of good quality. But there are other gifts also when you receive them you just go and throw them somewhere. You don't even look at it. Is that right? But you must always look at the gift. Amen. It is not a respect that somebody will give you a gift and you will not even open it and show appreciation. Amen. One day, a boy said his father did not love. He was all the time complaining that the father did not like him. And during one of his birthday, the father gave him a parcel. And the boy took the parcel, dropped it somewhere. He didn't look. And then, after many years, over 15, 20 years, he didn't look the parcel. And the father also did not say anything. Then the father became sick, was rushed into emergency. And when the father was dying, the boy rushed in. Then the father looked at him and said, have you looked at my parcel? And the father died. And the whole thing really hit the boy so hard. So he came home, went on to the bed. The parcel was not there. The mother has packed it with other items, put it somewhere. He searched for it. And finally, saw the parcel, opened the parcel. The first thing was a Bible and there was a brown envelope containing a car key and a check of $20,000. How many years? 20 years. You know, he has to rush into the car dealers. I said, oh, I mean, it's a long time. That car, we don't know. We don't know what happened to it. He took the check to the bank. Um, oh, after all this time, no, we, 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 can't, we, can't remember, we can't reconcile with our records. So during the funeral of the father, the boy wrote, he said, I didn't know you loved me so much until the day I found your parcel. The day I opened your parcel. Amen. You know, but we're talking about God testifying of Abel's gift. God loves quality offering. And you see, giving by faith comes in many ways. Number one, God can ask you to give when you don't have what he's asking you to give. And that is giving by faith. You don't have it. You don't have the money. You don't have what God is asking you to give. That is giving faith. It is up to you. When you accept God's offer and you will obey and pledge, God himself had made provision for what you will need to redeem your pledge. So you don't have to work for it. It's just your obedience. All God is requiring from you is what? Your obedience. That's where people have problems. I can't give what I don't have. Number two, 
Giving by faith is when God is asking you to give the very little you have. Give it all. Elijah met a widow and told the widow, go and make some banku for me. Go and make some akara. And the, and the woman said, this is the last stock I have. But Elijah said, do not be afraid. Make for me first. And the Bible says, when the woman obeyed for three years, God supernaturally supplied the condo. So all the time there was provision. That is given by faith. That's why faith is very important when it comes to giving. Giving by faith. Another kind of giving by faith is when God is asking you to give the most treasure thing in your life. It could be your only car. It could be your only house. It could be the only money on you. That also requires your obedience. When you obey, God also will honor you. And that is Isaac's offering. When God asked Abraham to give his only son, Isaac, as a sacrifice. The first one he had, Ishmael. God has ruled that one outside. And Isaac, that he waited so many years, giving birth to him after 100 years. Now God was asking him to offer Isaac. Just imagine. So without faith, you'll be offended. Without faith, you will ask questions. You'll be reasoning. Why should I? No, this is nonsense. I can't do that. So giving by faith, it's something that you do it by the spirit of God. You, are, you need to be led by the spirit of God. And you don't even consult with man. Sometimes when you consult, people can pollute you with their logic reasoning. And reasoning and logic can destroy your faith. If you're walking in faith, that's nothing like reasoning or logic. You only obey. Amen. In Matthew 23 verse 23, Jesus taught the disciples and was telling them. He was rebuking the Pharisees and the scribes. And he called them hypocrites. That you tithe, mint and comings, but have neglected the weightier matter of the law. And that is justice, faith and mercy. Now Jesus was saying that you need to mix your tithe. Jesus did not condemn tithing here. It is alright for the Pharisees to tithe. But they have missed something out. They have left something out. And that is faith, justice, and mercy. If you give without mercy. If you give, maybe you are a boss. You don't take care of your workers. But you come and pay big tithe. You are not paying tithe. You are not mixing your tithe with justice. You don't care about the poor. You are not mixing your tithe with mess. You pay your tithe without faith. Sometimes you pay, but you will talk and talk. And In Ghana here, there's a man who paid tithe to his church. He had a problem with a pastor and went to the church with a gun. That the pastor, if he doesn't want trouble, he should give his tithe. Oh, it happened in Ghana here. He took the pastor to court that the tithe was alone. You see, you see such characters. 
We have set characters in our nation and people see them as heroes and not long after doing that, that man has to come to own the whole nation. So the whole nation now is holding him that you are owing us. And he has not still not pay us. You see, there are things you don't do. Are you with me? There are some things you don't do then. We're talking about tied by faith. Hallelujah. So faith is important. Number three, faith empowers you to carry on the mandate that God has given to you. It's through faith you can carry on any mandate that God has given to you. You've been given a mandate to preach the gospel, plant churches. You've been given a mandate to sing. It takes faith. You've been given the mandate to be a gospel businessman, to support the gospel. That mandate must be done by faith. Because every mandate that God has given to us cannot be done without faith. Now, naturally, as human beings, you know, everyone that has been born by a woman, God has given you a mandate. Everyone that have come to this world, God has given you a mandate. Let's look at it. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, number one, that's your first mandate, be fruitful. Everybody say be fruitful. Be fruitful. Number two, multiply. Everybody say multiply. Multiply. Number three, and replenish the earth. Everybody say replenished. Number Four, to subdue it. Everybody says subdue it. And number five, and have dominion. Everybody say dominion. These are the mandate God has given to every man. Number one, be fruitful. The Bible talks of being fruitful of the body, the fruitfulness of the womb. You know, most of us, we only look at fruitfulness from giving birth only. That is one part of it. Amen. That is one part of it. Giving birth to children. Fruitfulness of the body. Then we have the fruitfulness of the mind. Your mind must bear fruit. Thinking of good things. Having good thoughts. Having vision. We have the fruitfulness of the hand. Your hand must bear fruit. The Bible also talks about the fruitfulness of the hand. You must bear fruit with your hands. The Bible talks about the fruitfulness of the heart. What is in your heart? Is it evil? Is your heart bearing fruit of evil? Amen. So when you talk of fruitfulness, it's so many ways. These days, people are bearing fruit with their legs. Playing football. They are making a lot of money. That's you being fruitful. Being fruitful with what you could do. Like acting. You can sing. You could be fruitful by singing. You can be fruitful by uh, becoming a, a comedian. Amen. 
Gone are the days that people, uh, comedians, were regarded as stupid and foolish people. But when you go to America, they make a lot of money. The things that people look at you and they say, you are, oh, this guy, he's stupid, he's foolish. So God wants us to bear fruit. It's a mandate. But for that thing to come to pass, you need to power it with faith. It takes faith to be fruitful. You will need faith throughout before you could be fruitful. If you want to be fruitful with your body, your womb, your hand, your mind, your heart, your singing, whatever that you want to do, you must be fruitful. Amen. I'm not talking about bad fruit, but I'm talking about bearing good fruit. Put your hands together for the Lord. Everybody say, be fruitful. Amen. And multiply. Whatever that you have, God wanted to multiply. The fruit you bear must multiply. It must multiply. You multiply your business, multiply your money, multiply your work, your career. Whatever that you are doing, God has spared it. And it also takes faith to multiply your seed. Then replenish. Amen. It takes faith to replenish. Whatever stock you have needs to be replenished by faith. Whatever money you have needs to be replenished by faith. Whatever that you have. Because as human beings, you keep on spending. You keep on using things. And they need to be what? Replenished. Whatever you spend must be replenished. So if you don't do it, your stock will finish. And then all the fruit you bear, all the fruit you bore, becomes something else. Now you can't find it. May God help you to replenish. Hallelujah. And to subdue, it has faith. To subdue means to overcome, to bring things under control. Life is said that sometimes you need to bring things under control. And it takes faith. Faith is a commanding spirit. Everybody say, faith is a commanding spirit. You know, faith is a commanding spirit. So, any challenge must be counted with faith. And that's what Jesus did. When he was with the disciples on the sea, and he was fast asleep and there was a, a storm and the, the, the disciples thought that the boat was going to capsize. When Jesus waked up, he just spoke to the sea and there was calm. God gave you faith to speak to your situation. Everybody said to speak to your situation. Any threatening situation, it takes faith to speak to them. Any precarious situation that will arise in your life, it takes faith to silence it so that you can have control. So faith is very important so that you can command things. Because life is full of storms. You wake up in the morning and what you have not thought of, you are confronted with. What do you do? It could be health. It could be finances. It could be deadly situation. 
It takes what? Faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. You must subdue it because sometimes you come to a situation where which is called dead end. Everybody say dead end. Dead end. You know, in dead end situation, you don't know what to do. You've come to the weight. You know, you've come to the end of everything. Your strength cannot handle it. Your finances cannot handle it. Your knowledge cannot handle it. It's beyond you. And what you need is faith. God will take over. May every dead end in your life. May the spirit of faith take over. I say every dead end. You know dead end sometimes come with age. Sometimes it comes with a season. If that season is past, you are finished. You know sometimes you can see it. Those of you who like watching football. Sometimes we, we have something they call injury time. The real time have been spent and maybe you are down and then the referee will say injury time. You know there's uh, stoppages. You know sometimes they stop uh, this one uh, brought this one down and the referee will stop it. So they add all this uh, time wasted together and then he will say oh five minutes injury time and maybe you are down. It takes faith. Everybody say it takes faith. Amen. But with faith, your injury time, you can overturn the deficit and then you will win the cup. Put your hands together for the Lord. If you walk in faith, injury time is the best time to celebrate because God will not leave you at the lunch. You will surely come through for you. And I see you making it at the injury time. I see you making breakthroughs in the injury time. I see you making breakthroughs in the injury time. Put your hands together for the Lord. A man was once burdened for UN contract. It was a very big contract. And this man was the last person to submit. And for some reason, the man contacted me. So we prayed about it. And we were on the way going to submit it. And there was traffic. I remember it was Friday. And they were closing 5 o'clock. And everywhere we passed traffic. Sometimes we can be in the traffic 30 minutes. But I, I told this man, you don't worry. God is in control. God is in control. And finally, we had a breakthrough. We got to the place just 10 minutes. We submitted it. And even the 10 minutes when we got there, the reception, no, no, you think uh, this, and we have to go and call the man from the top. He came and said, oh, but it's within the time. So take it. And already five powerful foreign companies have made a bid. And some of them even had the backing of the government of the day. It was a very tough thing. But I told the man, faith will take it. I said, faith will take it. Finally, when everything was scaled down, I think there were about 33 companies. Yes. 
The first six, he was there. Then the final six, he came on. He was number one. To extend that some of the embassies, they protested. They protested. So they have to take everything to UN. I told the man, go and sleep. Because faith has won it. When you apply faith, you will surely have dominion. I say you have dominion. It takes faith to have dominion. And whatever that is in your life that you need to overcome through faith, may God give you the victory. I say, may God give you the victory. In 1 John chapter 5 verse 4, the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. It's not your crying that will overcome. It's not your shouting that will overcome. It's not because you will not sleep at the night that you will overcome. But it takes what? Faith. Faith is your trump card. Turn to everybody and say, Faith is your trump card. Faith is your trump card. Faith is your trump card. You will overcome through faith. Through faith. So faith is important so that you can have your dominion. In these 40 days, we're going to look at faith from different angles, dimensions, realms, revelations. And I believe it is surely going to impact your life. Amen. It's, it's amazing how faith works. And especially when, when you as individual receive the spirit of faith, it makes things different. Are you with me? Amen. You know, sometimes when I'm doing things with people, I have difficulties. When I'm doing things with, but when I take it up alone, I say it true. Amen. It's all because of faith. We started Covenant TV and I decided to take it up with my faith. Because you want to call committees uh, and this committee and this and that and, and, and okay, uh, where are we going to get the funding? What are we going to do? This and this and finance committee and this and that. I decided to take, because I've had that experience, especially things about this church. When I take it up alone, I'm able to handle it. But sometimes when you want to bring everybody along and this and that and this, you don't get that. And ever since we started, if I'm to tell you how much we've been paying, but by the grace of God, we are not owing and we are ahead. Amen. So faith is important. And naturally, that's right. There are some things I will not even discuss with anybody. I'll just handle it alone. Handle it alone. And may God give you faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. Faith makes you something else. You know, sometimes when I'm with 
Some of the pastors, they think I'm too risky. If, if I'm with you, you may think I'm a risky person because I'm not afraid of anything and I'm not afraid of any person and no situation. Amen. It's because I've learned to live my life in faith. Hallelujah. I, I always say, one thing is, you don't threaten me. No, you worsen the case. Because the spirit of faith is a fighting spirit and nothing can overcome you. Lift up your hands. Father, we want to thank you. We pray and impart the spirit of faith upon your people. That as we walk through these 40 days, may your people be blessed from all fronts. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, in Chroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. Call 0261-984-098. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.